<laughs> I know. Are we live? Are we live? Knock, knock. Are we live yeah, yet? Okay, I think it's live. Okay. All right, 4 p.m. Pacific time right now. Eric, we have Eric here, as you guys can see. Eric, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Awesome. I know you probably would take advantage of this time to actually get some nap because you just did the Goggins challenge. And I'm not sure how much sleep you got last night. But first of all, I really appreciate your time to taking time, you know, find a Starbucks to get some <laughs> to get some internet and to charge your laptop. I know you're very busy. So first of all, I want to appreciate you and thank you. Well, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Of course. So, uh, well, everyone, those who's tuning in, as I said, I'm so new to this live Facebook and I'm really wanting to give the best value on this group. So uh, allow me to introduce Eric Larson. He's from Arizona. And today I'll get a chance to talk more to him, more than I've been talking to him like in coaching. But he, Eric is a busy dad of four who's winning races. Uh, short distance races, and actually at the top uh, in his age group. Uh, right now, he's training for Ironman Coeur d'Alene, or CDA Ironman Arizona. And believe it or not, <laughs> with only one hour or less training availability on weekdays. And a lot of them, sometimes, if it's only one hour, he would even like, coach, I had to cut off the, <laughs> cut the training because something came up. So, so now a lot of the mom and dad triathletes often tell me about the pressure and the concerns. Like, I have so much things to do. I mean, it's, it's common. It's common challenge for a lot of mom and dad triathletes, especially not just the family, but also the work commitments and then the stress. And then it all adds up, right? Plus, um, we don't know what's going on with the races, right? And then a lot of us are staying at home. So, I actually, I said, like, I think Eric would be the best person, one of the best person that I can actually interview today. Uh, so he, we, we'll learn from him today. Um, especially, so today, uh, Eric and I will discuss first, like, how is Eric getting faster and stronger with only one hour or less? Uh, wouldn't you want to know that, right, Eric? Because right. <laughs> I actually check your uh, training peaks before coaching. You are training a lot more. Yeah. You're yeah. training like two hours on weekdays. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's like two, I look back at that. two workouts. I was checking yeah. it out. And then on weekends, you were also training. I mean, you're still training on weekends also, but then there's a lot of co-curricular activities with your kids, right? right. So I check his training, especially because, you know, uh, he already told me, hey, coach, I, only, I can only do one hour, right? So I do my best to keep it that way. And then the next thing is that... <laughs> How is he able to stay sane? I mean, look at him. He looks normal, right? <laughs> normal dad, normal athlete. I think, yeah, this is sane. <laughs> All right, with everything on his plate. Okay, well, so as I said, four kids, he runs his own business. And then on weekends, a lot of athletes usually just go out and do long workouts. For him, it's limited because he wants to take his kids to mountain bike ride or attend uh, his daughter for a gymnastic competition or meet or do some work at the home, right? So, so I wanna, we wanna know like, how does he keep himself uh, sane? And the next thing is that, you know, what does he do when unexpected events relating to his kids pop up, okay? So as everyone excited today, 
I just read some script there because I don't want to miss it out that you guys notice. But uh, I hope that's that sounds natural. But anyways, so if you guys can see us live, hashtag live, so I know who's live right now and say hello. And then those who's just uh, watching this one also replay, just hashtag replay. All right. So Eric, you just did your Goggins four by four by forty eight. Yes. And how are you doing today? I'm sore. You're sore? No, <laughs> you said doing, something else. No, but I'm doing you good. Walk funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, walking funny. Yeah, walking funny for sure. Um, yeah, tight, tight legs. And um, this, the sleep isn't too bad. I got pretty good sleep last night, but I definitely good. woke up this morning feeling it. Good. What a lot of people didn't know, actually. That's why I was so surprised. What a lot of people didn't know, I'm going to share it to you my screen right now is that he messaged me. Is it okay to share this image, the pants, Eric? Uh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, Eric and I talk a lot and this is one of the messages that he sent me. Coach, I cannot do my swim workout because something happened at work. It was an accident. Uh, tell me more, just a short one. What happened? <laughs> Um, I was using a, a power tool. Um, I wasn't being unsafe, just I was in a very awkward position and it, it bound up and fell out of my hands and fell into my lap and got tied up on my clothes and ripped my right. clothes apart and um, <laughs> gave me some, some burning in some bad areas and on my legs. Yeah. So it was very uncomfortable. So for other people, uh, so they can understand what do you do, tell us what you do first. Why, why are you messing up with this power tools? Are you just uh, one okay. of those kids? <laughs> I'm in construction. I, I do um, custom kitchens. We build there you go. kitchens and install them. And I was cutting some granite for a countertop. And it was for a, for a cooktop that drops in. And I was cutting from underneath to get the corners. And there you go. Um, I probably shouldn't have been doing that, but... Um, Sometimes you're in a time crunch and you just don't think things through all the way. And it was just a bad situation. And yeah, I, I think it's an accident, Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. And your, I mean, your area, construction area of work, it's, things can happen. And, uh, but it, I just want to tell you, by the way, you're very creative. I saw the pictures of the kitchen you've designed, amazing work. But like oh. I said, you know, like, the accident actually happened. When was this one? Thursday? Oh, that was Thursday. Yeah. Thursday <laughs> afternoon. Thursday afternoon. And yeah. then suddenly I saw a post. It was Friday. And Friday then you night. said, hey, coach. Oh, no, actually, you did not tell me. You basically just said, <laughs> I just saw it. I said, Eric, what's happening? You're doing Goggins. I thought you were not going to do it because, you know, something's going on on the weekend. So, so yeah, anyways, so what I'm trying to tell you guys here is that what a lot of people didn't know is that that accident happened. And so he was actually put, putting some neosprene for the burns. And then, so when he actually did the Goggins, which is a four miles every four hours within 48 hours, he was already dealing with something. But for Eric in his head, as you guys know already, because he completed it successfully, he said, the burn's not gonna make me not run. <laughs> he just needs two legs that actually move forward. Is that, tell me, is that what your thoughts were? Yeah, I had, I had been wanting to do it for a long, I saw it a long time ago before Goggins even started talking about it. Um, gotcha. About the, the one coming up, because he, he does it every year. Right. But I, caught, I read his book and I caught it on a Joe Rogan interview and I said, I'm, I'm gonna do that. And then when, it, when he announced it and then other people started talking about it, it was like, okay, here we go. 
And then it just, the way circumstances were working out, it didn't look like I was going to be able to do it. But, you know, there's, there's that thing in the back of your head that's like, God, I really, you know, you really don't want to do that. Yeah. And then um, when the accident happened, but then I, I also was able to finish that project on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, and then, you know, some other circumstances changed. Um, my girlfriend was able to take my boys to the, to the race and just a bunch of things kind of came together and it was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to forgive myself if I, if I don't do this. So I'm going to. Yeah. And are you happy with what you did? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the go. goal was to, to do it and complete it. I didn't really know. I didn't go into it with any time expectations or pace expectations. Right. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be a lot, a lot easier. Uh, it was on the surface. It looks really simple, sure. um, you know, but it was it surprised me. Yeah. By, you know, the time I was, you know, into my sixth or seventh run, it was like, oh, man, I'm I'm ready to stop. <laughs> you know, was it ment- was it mentally, or physically, huge, or everything else? Mental. Yeah, because the, um, you know, I thought I'd have more time to kind of get some things done in in those in between the runs because it's every sure. four hours. Yeah, the run takes you know a half hour to forty minutes, and yeah. then it's like okay, well I'll have three hours in between to do this or that. But you know, you've got to get your nutrition. You've got to um, yes, you know, hydrate. It's like that three hours Recovery. goes by really fast. And all of a sudden it's like, this is going to be my entire weekend. Yeah, this Good. is going to be my entire weekend. Yeah. But yeah, so, so you know, again, congratulations. Thank but you. that's the only achievement that he just did out of the blue. But because he was able to do that because he's been consistently training. Okay. Not necessarily the big volume, like a lot of other outfits expect, you know, themselves to do like, as I said, when I look, I was looking at your training peaks before the coaching, I saw like two workouts on one day. It could be like 40 minutes, back to back, 40 minutes, another one hour, another, you know, the same day. And you are doing that. Uh, but this time, and I'm just going to, before that, let me see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. So I wanted to tell you guys how we first met Eric. I know Eric is just like you, everyone else in this uh, group. Eric was just hanging around, I believe. Tell me. It was it that you were hanging around and then um, I had the swim boot camp. Yeah. I mean, I was just kind of um, somehow I got invited to like the the site and I started, okay. you know, I think you sure. probably got me an invite somehow, probably saw me on the Ironman site or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, I attended a few of the, the meetings and saw, you know, saw a few of the videos and sure. um, then I saw that you were doing the boot camp, and it was like, okay, I think you did one boot camp, and I kind of saw, that happen and then mm-hmm. when you announced the second one i was like i'm i'm jumping in on this one for sure so, so um eric i know before the uh you have finished already a full ironman before right before yep. the boot camp but then so that means you are an experienced you know you have some experience with triathlon ironman already but then you know why did you believe that that boot camp would actually help you like why did you sign up oh the, did you the need help on swimming yeah, I mean, I was swimming like every day. I really fell, fell in love with the swimming and I hadn't had any swimming experience before that. Yeah. Uh, but just getting in the water, just going like my oh. gym at the time opened yeah. at 4 a.m. And that was the only opportunity that I had to, to train, you know, so the kids were still sleeping and I would wake up and go to the gym. It was just a perfect day to, way to start the day. And it was just the, the peacefulness of it and just moving and being in the water. It was great. But I couldn't get any faster, and I just. What was your pace? Do you remember? Uh, 
you know, it's probably, long time ago, forgotten. <laughs> probably like around 210 per 100, you know, wow. two minutes, 10 seconds per 100. Yeah. I think yeah. when I started, I looked back when I started, I was doing like 235. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I remember at like 210, I was like, I was like, man, this is cool, you know, and, you know, started feeling like I was moving. But then I would see videos of like swimmers, you know, Faster. and Would I would see their times and it was just like, how is that even possible? You know, it just yeah. didn't, it didn't seem attainable. Yeah, and so, so I, I was like, I need some, I need some help, you know? Yeah. So those, so those, uh, actually we have people watching Fanny, Lisa and Joe. Hello. Hello. Happy Monday. <laughs> so, so those people who have 230, 220, mm, see what's coming up. Okay. Just stick with it. But I wanted to show you. So, uh, Eric already finished, Iron Man, half Iron Man, but I wanted to show you when he did the boot camp. Uh, I'm gonna show you of how he was feeling, not this one when it's already done. And uh, right here, he actually said, Coach, that was February 13, 2020. I have a lot to unlearn <laughs> with, a, with a sniffing horse. <laughs> this video was after half dozen attempts watching and re-watching the videos i'm taking uh, i'm taking in less water i still feel like my shoulders so he's very detailed which is, is what i really like that he does that because i'm able to understand where he's coming from because remember he's in arizona okay so the more details you get then the more i actually understand. Try not to lock my elbow really detailed side kicking with my right side so now i'm gonna see how let's see how he's doing um, so he went back to basics. He went back to basics. And then he did his uh, diligent effort to actually give feedback in order for me to actually really understand where he's coming from. So that's what he, how he was. Do you remember this when he, you took this video? Yeah, I forgot about it. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Remember, Facebook captures everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, and these drills were so frustrating for such oh, a long yes. time. Yes, you see yeah. the rotation there? I don't know, since, since we're on the video here, you guys can see that one. One of the things that I had to correct with, um, with Eric is actually his rotation. He, he is lacking rotation here. You know, when you do the side kicking, your shoulder needs to be up. Yeah. So this one is lacking rotation. He's almost flat, but we corrected that. We corrected that. And then also what we, what I had a great advantage also is that when a pleasure, when actually, when he came to California to have fun with us. And yeah. then that's the first time when I actually first time to uh, meet him in person. And uh, yeah, this was him and I, and literally when we met, uh, yeah. So when we met at the time, I was, I had to hold his body. <laughs> I had to hold his body kind of like, you know, just to correct his, his not mistakes. It's more faulty technique or faulty habits that got stuck to him after finishing the full Iron Man. you know, like the more you swim, it's kind of like, it's harder to break the habits. So that was the first time that uh, I met him in person. And the next thing, guess what? So this is one of the things that we've captured also this was his improvement he actually became the feisty fox shark feisty fox shark is because he improved from uh let me see before so it was pretty fast then already but he got faster okay this one is focusing on swimming only he got from well 149 to 134 can you believe that eric that's yeah you were wow. super happy on that one look at you 
super happy. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So that, that picture was when I got rolled in the waves just right after. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were so happy. I think you were elated. You're already like yeah, was, uh, along, on the like shore. Washing machine. It tumbled me around a little bit, and then I yeah. came around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so her his best time for seventy point three is five twenty eight. And then his first Ironman also is 1241. That was back when everything was still going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were planning to race last year. Unfortunately, you know, races got canceled. He got, he was able to race 70.3 Arizona. And at the same time, because he's, he is such an adventurer guy. Whenever I, Hey, whenever I thought of something, he's like, yeah, I think I can do that, coach. Let's do it. <laughs> He's like, let's do it, especially if it sounds crazy. Well, kind of crazy. So one of the things that he had done was actually uh, the V Everesting. So the V Everesting, I mean, honestly, at the time, we were not really fully loaded just indoor training because, you know, it was just the COVID just started. But then I myself also got curious, like, what is this V Everesting that people are doing? And then, um, and then that's when he actually did this. Uh, let me make sure it's up. So he actually trained for B Everesting in about six weeks. When I said, "Hey, Eric, hey Cruz, hey Sakti, can we do uh, B Everesting? Let's do B Everesting together." So, uh, so that's what we did, and uh, he finished it also. And this was his B Everesting. He finished it moving time, 15 hours, 19 hours, because he took a shower in the middle. <laughs> took a lot of cold showers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he was falling asleep. Uh, and then the next thing, it's Eric. Yeah, he surprised me with different things. So, you know, like during when we were training for 70.3 Arizona, he also asked, Coach, what about if I do the rim to rim to rim? There's something going on here. Okay. So, and then that's when we have to think, I have to think, okay, Eric, what do you really want? The rim to rim to rim or the 70.3 Arizona? Because they're different. You know, what would make you happy? And he said, like, I really want that rim to rim to rim. And it was actually short notice too, but we did our best. And whenever like we days or something like that. So. Yeah, there was a, you know, so for, if you're watching this one, if you have something that you even if you're one of those athletes that get excited like a kid, I want that candy there, which is what Eric does to me. <laughs> so I listen, I listen first, and then now I tell him like what what are the pros and cons, what are the risks, and then the next thing, okay, Eric, what would make you happy? And uh, you know I support you, but these are the risks. I'll be here to support you and. You know, one of the things is like, it's just like a lot of communication. So if you, uh, a lot of other coaches or even books, it's like black and white. Don't do this, do this. Or other coaches, no, you can't do that. You have not trained. But for me, because there's a lot of communication that I put into it. And also because I, I, I myself tend to break the rules of the books <laughs> and I have my own loopholes. Then I, you know, like, it's just really a lot of communication and then listening to the body. So I see, uh, I see Eric more of an individual only, and then he's different from other, in, uh, other individuals. So what he did here, he actually was like 10 days of, of fully load, just a lot of communication training, and he finished the rim to rim to rim, 42 miles, 11,500 feet. Uh, do you mind just give us a short 
how, how was it? How was the experience? Because I know a lot of other athletes here also wants to do this one. Like it's one of their one of their buckets. Tell us. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, um, you know, a huge endeavor, like just to take it on. But it was, you know, what happened was there was there's a local pro um, that he's he does triathlons and he was planning with a group to do the rim to rim to rim and he put it out there. And I, I sent him a message and said, hey, is this open to anyone? You know, I, I've got I told him a little bit about, you know, what I what I'd done, where I was, you know, um, you know, in my fitness, I guess, you know, it was without being like, you know, I know I can do this. I wanted to tell him, like, I'm pretty sure I can do this, but like, I don't want to slow anybody down. I don't want to be a burden, mm -hmm. but I, I think I can do this. And he said, yeah, come on, you know, join us. So we did it. And, um, it was what, what's really cool about it is it turned out all of the other people that I joined mm -hmm. are people that I've been racing with for two years now that I had no clue. Cool. Oh, you know, okay. and so now when I look back at those old race rosters, I see all these familiar names and it's like, oh, this is really cool. I've been I've been racing with these guys for a while. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was still kind of a solo effort. We all went at our own pace and um, you gave me a lot of tips on the nutrition and what was going to be needed. And he also mm -hmm. had a really good program put together of what to expect. Yeah. And um, and, you know, I did it. It was it wasn't easy, <laughs> but I did it. But you were happy again. Going back to like you know, uh, if you have regrets, you, I was actually waiting for you to finish because I'm like, okay, where's Eric? <laughs> yeah, that was that <laughs> it was, was like 11 p.m. Yeah, it was like going into it and having this. Okay, well, here's how long I expect it to take me, but without having any clue of what to expect during the process. So. The whole time I was still looking at my clock, you know, hoping to make that time. And it, it took a little bit longer, but um, yeah. yeah, it came out okay. I think, uh, I think what's great about it is that you're not afraid to actually take on some new adventures, I'd say. Like the rim to rim to rim. You've raced also mountain biking race. We're in, <laughs> these are hardcore bike racing in Arizona yeah. where it, kick, it really kicked your butt, but you yeah, got really the experience. Yeah, it gave me a lot of respect for those guys too, so. Yeah, yeah, all right, good. But then, you know, so well, my question is that before the coaching, how was it before? I know before you were putting a lot of hours, is there anything else that you were doing before that changed now? Because let me just show you, uh, actually, if, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and show your training piece. Is that okay, Eric? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, okay. So this is Eric, Eric's training peaks right now. It's March. As you guys can see, you know, so if you, those who are new to training peaks, the uh, red is that when he, he, he did not meet the workouts. <laughs> There's a few of them. <laughs> Orange is like, you know, like maybe a little bit short or more than I expected. But as you guys can see, uh, it's it, it's not just swim, bike, and run, but there's body maintenance to make sure that he's actually uh, we're being proactive, not to be injured, and also we're focusing on some strength. But a lot of it is just really under one hour. So, like for example, this one, uh, progressive hills, and this is very specific uh, on the hill that's around his house, and uh, with specific paces. So here is like only one, uh, 48 minutes that he had done. Other than that, he didn't put anything else. 58 minutes, 50 minutes, 58 minutes, 
25 minutes. But of course, it doesn't include the drive, right? So those right. are the things that, you know, that we need to consider. But a lot of this ones, as you know, as I said, he's only training one hour or less. Um, what, what is, how was it before? How were you training before? Um, I, well, be, so I'm, I'm only in my second year. I think this is like yeah. this next weekend is the anniversary of like my first, I know. you know, triathlon. And but, um, so like, so yeah, that first year I think was just building a lot of the technique and a lot of the just general, you know, base to even yeah. be able to run without getting hurt. And, you know, biking was just totally new to me. So I, I think, I think just the little bit of extra experience and the little bit of extra gotcha. base has helped a gotcha. lot. Um, God, I don't, I don't. Are you, are you busier this time? I've. Yes to no. Or you just limited, you just, you just tell me, Hey coach, I just only want one hour. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, your problem to think about a best program you can get. <laughs> no, the first day, the first year I was doing like two a days and then long weekends too. I was doing, you know, religiously six day a week. Yeah, workouts. you were, you were. And, um, I think I was probably working a lot harder, which is strange, but like I said, I didn't have any of that base to go by. So a lot of the gotcha. runs were just zone two runs. They were, you know, long um long runs like long period of time but very sure. low pace you know yeah yeah um so just a lot of that but um you know it's just it's evolved differently i you know after covid last year um my girlfriend moved in with me and so um so it's, i have three kids of my own she has a kid of her own and we um we all live under the same roof and it's right. a, a jungle sometimes you know and um yeah, hunter it's liz, coming over yeah liz's son shares time with his dad too so but for right. the most part it's it's still a pretty full house um but liz has helped me a ton through the training and okay. um you know Good. taking on a lot of uh, responsibilities you know with the kids and stuff so that's helped a ton uh with work i i went from a bunch of employees uh, down to like yes. one or two. Yeah. And um, so that's taken less management. And I've, right. I think I've taken less on with my work also. Right. And I've just learned to kind of um, manage the time. Yeah. And try to relax a little bit and not Good. get stressed out when things aren't really... getting done and going with the flow, you know, just like things yeah. don't always work according to plan. So you just have to learn how to you know, kind of adapt. And, um, a, a lot of times I think I'm saying like, okay, what now, you know, it's like, okay, this didn't work out, but what can I do now? Instead of, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like freaking out that things didn't go the way you wanted them to, cause it's, it never does, you know? Did you guys get that Those who are watching this live? He just said some keynotes there when things don't go well, you adapt. Is that, did I say it right, Eric? Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, just kind of don't you know, stress out. What, what now? What can I do now? You know, good. And um, I think I also I've learned to, uh, you know, I'm still, I'm still like a work in progress. I, I know sure. that I still have a long ways to go. There's still guys in my age group like I've, yeah, I've gotten a couple of good finishes, but you know, some of those guys weren't at the races, and I know that there's still <laughs> a long ways to go. You know, and I, I know there's still a lot to do, but that I'm, I'm happy with my progress and I'm happy with the fact that I'm consistently improving. 
Mm-hmm. And I've learned to value my sleep a lot more, even though yeah, I don't good. always do so well with that. Yeah. Um, when it gets to the end of the day, it's like, okay, it's time to time to shut it off. You know, I didn't, I didn't get it done with everything I wanted to today, but I'm I'm not gonna get it all done in the next two hours. I need to go to sleep and start over again tomorrow. You know? So, do you think do you think the mindset changed from before then? Because right now it's you're more of like, hey, I need to take care of myself or like you're more or I need to just just chill and not stress out so much. Do you think that was some improvements there be done before or you've been always like that? Uh, no, I haven't always been like that. You and have not. So you just. Re- oh, that's uh, amazing. Getting, you know, the injuries that I had last <laughs> year and the surgery and stuff like that. I mean, that kind of taught me to slow down a little bit and taught me that I don't always need to go a hundred miles an hour. Um, I think the, the quality of the workouts is a lot more important Mm -hmm. than just, you know, being busy. I thought that the more time I put in the, the better I was getting, you know, and it was, you know, I, I think there's a lot of importance in recovery Yep. and, um, and in your mental health, you know, yep, yep, yep. Um, the, the boys started mountain biking through school. So I went, I got a mountain bike and went mountain biking with them. So that's really good training, really, really good mm-hmm. training, but it was like enjoyable at the same yep. time. You know, I got something different out of that. Um, increased my hiking a ton and trail running a ton. Um, yep. Those have been very therapeutic uh, mentally in kind of relieving stress and you know, it's, it's just very Zen. I get out there and it's just, I'm in a different world and it's really great. Yeah. So, uh, just, uh, just for everyone's information. So, yeah. So, uh, Eric does have those. He, he values those meditation hike. And to me, I always like, always listen. Okay. What make, what does the athlete makes, uh, what does it makes, Oh my God, my English. What does it make him happy? There you go. And when, when he says something, hey, coach, I would like to do this, then I listen and then I, I do my best to fit it in. So what, that's what I like about Eric. And then also the other thing is that Eric does his best to actually really read the workouts, does his best, and ask. So, for example, if I have like 2% to 3% grade of hill, he would actually measure it. And coach, is this okay? So he would actually go to the hill and then give me the you know percentage or some numbers, and then like no 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 that's too steep, right? So that's what I like about it. And then so it matches because I look at the data and one of the things, and also because I don't want him to be driving so much. And I think uh, we were there. Hopefully, I can get it back. Okay, so yeah, so I was showing that earlier. Um, so he found a hill. He found a hill nearby, and. Hey, coach, I found a hill. It's perfect. So now, as you guys can see here, it's very detailed. So this is how he's, oh, no, not this one. Sorry. Sorry. Let's go back here. So here, progressive hills. So it actually says 2.5. Hopefully I can make it bigger. Let me see. There you go. Uh, so I, so he, he told me about the, this hill around his area. So warm up flat. I have a specific pace. And then now he goes to 2.5 to 3.0. Of course, it's not going to be like exact, right? But he can feel the difference because it's really a dramatic change. There's the very steep one there. So now I want him to change the pace. The thing about with Eric is I like, coach, I really just want you to tell me the pace so I don't have to think so much. 
I don't know it's the right word, but yeah, that's what he told me. Because he has a tendency to push harder than it should, and it could get him in trouble. So, um, so that's one of the things uh, with his workout. And the good part also with the workouts is that whenever he has, um, so I look at the data. Let's just say you know he does. Uh, let's say okay. So this one is a bike portion. And I look at and, and analyze it. Oh my God, this guy is really, you know, it's so easy peasy for him. Uh, I don't want him to be bored, you know? So I do challenge them, but in a way that it's realistic to where they're at. And honestly, you know, it's funny because uh, when I was new and I was doing the track workout and I said, coach, I want, I, I told my coach before, I want to qualify for Boston. And then I, he put me on a pace that I couldn't even meet. Like, oh my God, this is insane. So so when when Eric said specific uh, specific workouts, that's what uh, that's what I was trying to go at. Let me make sure I cover. So let me. Uh, so tell me, how does your day go? So I know it's four thirty. Is it okay to extend ten minutes, Eric? Five ten minutes? Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, all right, good. I'm watching my time. Um, so like, could you? Tell me how does your day go? So do you wake up early in the morning? Like what's your routine in the morning? I know you wake up early in the morning, do your workout and then right um, there, like all work now, right? Yeah, I, I try to get my stuff done in the morning because otherwise I know that the day just gets away from me. So, and it's like that, you know, eat that frog, you know, you just try to get the, get the hard stuff done with get it first. Over. And um, it just, it makes my day so much better too. I just feel so much better and alert and, like I'm ready to take what it time, on. What time do you usually wake up? It varies on what I need to do, do and where I need to be, but anywhere from 3.30 to 4 a.m. I wake up and um, I try to be out the door by, you know, if I've got a swim, like you said, it, you know, sometimes it can be an hour swim, but yeah. there's, you know, the time that it takes to get there, to get ready, to get in the water, to get back out, you know, get changed for work and all of that. Um, so, yeah, if I can, sometimes I can run right from home. I've learned that if I um, do my, like if I, if I run at home and then I go back home and get ready at home, it takes a lot longer than if I get out the okay. door and then I get close to work and I do my run there somewhere just random See and then just go to work. I, I have the, you know, benefit, uh, I work construction, you know, so yeah. if I break a little sweat before work, it's not a huge deal, you know, I'm gotcha. just going to get dirty and sweaty during the day anyways you know so you plan ahead of time yeah or i'll or the, i'll do a run next to my club i have gotcha. um, la fitness you know and those are all over the place so if i need to grab a quick shower i can do it at the club mm -hmm. and that that's a lot faster for me right. than doing it at home so yeah so right now like in terms of uh besides sports like what are the big stresses uh, that you have to go through during the week, usual, usual, or something comes up that you don't expect. Just and in how, general? Yeah. And how do you deal with it? Like, you know, let's say you have a workout to do and then suddenly something comes up. Like, what's the process? What, what, what's comes into your head? Do you get stressed out? Yeah. Like if you can walk me through of uh, how you think about it when something comes up and you have a training, right? Yeah. No, it stresses me out a little bit because, um, First of all, I don't like we've had this conversation, but I I hate it when reasons sound like excuses. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to become like an excuse. A complainer. Like, and I can feel that creeping in sometimes. And sometimes it might be a reason the first time, but then it's very easy next time to let that reason 
give you an out and turn into an excuse after a while. And it's, it's very easy to let that attitude creep in. So I try not to let that happen. But um, how do you do it then? Well, with my job, like things are always coming up. So I'm just used sure. to that. Okay. Anyways, um, I always try to have my gear with me. So I have a couple different bags. I have a bag for running and a bag for swimming. Good. And so if I can, if I miss a workout, then I'll try to hit the pool later on. And at least I've got my stuff with me. Um, running's easy because all that takes is a pair of shorts and sure. pair of shoes. Yeah. And you, can, you can run anywhere, you know. So I try to have my stuff with me. If I miss a workout in the morning, I'll try to catch it later on during the day. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah sometimes, you, sometimes, you know, things just happen and you just have to try to figure out how to make it work instead of like, you know, there's like, how do I, I do this with my kids too. It's like, don't say I can't ask, how can I, there you go, you know? And so it's like, okay, I, I know that I missed this this morning. How am I going to get this in later on today? Like, what am I going to do? What do I need to move around? Or, you know, how do I need to make this happen rather than just saying, well, I can't. And like, uh, like rather than saying you get stuck on that, that what happened right instead you jump to the solution what can you do is that what yeah you're okay. yeah and that's what we do at work too i mean that's you know something comes up and it's like okay what what, what now what now like what do we do and what? that yeah. that kicks your brain into a different kind of mode too instead of you know coming up with those excuses now your brain it's like you activate a different part of your brain and now yeah. you're you're thinking creatively about like okay what do i need to to do to make this work so good good what now message shangri coach shangri that's when i received message okay let me adjust it oh, no yeah, it's yeah. good move on don't worry about it <laughs> no and sometimes it's the day just gets away and what yeah. i used to do a lot was like i would get home at 10 o'clock and it's like oh i still got to get this run in you know and it was like and like that's the goggins way of doing it you know what i mean it's like screw it you know it's 10 o'clock sure. at night i'm gonna do this run yeah, and yeah. I'll, you know, and I'll, I'll sleep later and whatever. But if that gets to a point where then it messes up your sleep yes. and then you, you have trouble waking up the next day or you're exhausted yeah. or you're, you're not recovered for tomorrow morning's workout. And then you miss that. And then it starts compounding, you know, and then it gets away from you. So sometimes you really just need to like press the reset button and just be like, okay, today's a goner, but let's just start over again tomorrow. So. I'm, really, I'm really happy you're saying what I've, I've been teaching you. That's awesome. It's like the big picture. Like, yes, do whatever it takes, but, but, with but reason. exactly. With reason. Yeah. yeah, make sure you're still getting your sleep. Make sure you still have your wife or your girlfriend or your kids or your home or your work. All right, good, good, good. Uh, let me see. So, what are the things uh, in terms of coaching? What are the things that you think would that's helping you? Beside the training plan, um, do you think the communication? I mean, we do talk a lot. <laughs> it's like I yeah, think we, I talk more to no, you. No, we talk a lot, and um, I probably don't. I think there's some things I could like do better as far as feedback and communication. Um, no, <laughs> you give a my, lot. Perce my perceived effort, I never like fill that one out, but I'm trying to be more in tune about what is perceived effort, and instead of just like a five on average, like, how do you feel? Oh, smiley face. Good. You know, like how hard was it? Oh, I was about a five or a six. You know, it's like, it's the same answer every day after day. That's not really like quality information. So 
I'm trying to get better at that. But the, the things that you do for me um, that helps is you um, definitely push me more than I think I'm capable of. And so a lot of my increased speed is due to that because a lot of the, um, the 1600s, like the, you know, eight by 1600s, I'd never do that on my own, you know, (laughs) and I'd never try to do those at a seven minute pace, you know, but, but I try it and I do it and I'm surprised and it sucks. And I, you know, and I, it, I feel it the next day, you know, but then I feel the benefits of it. You know, and it's, you definitely have a method to your madness. And (laughs) once I trust that, like it, it works. And so, but it's, it's, you know, the science behind it, I guess. And you know, um, you know, me as a person and as an athlete, and you know, where to push and where to kind of lay off a little bit. So those are the things that help me a lot. Well, definitely. I watch, I watch the data and I don't want you to push more than you should. But it's amazing how you've been just like, like doing it, executing things. And I'm like, you know what? And I remind you, you are like 930 on like easy pace. Right now, your easy pace is 839. And we're going down in terms of running. Same thing, same thing with the cycling. When we started, you were at 150 watts, 150 watts. You're now on 230 going up and up. Because, and even though you did not really race like the big ones, right? That what we planned, you did not stop. And it's insane of your mindset because you did not stop. I mean, you, you know, you had some, um, like uh, outcomes, like for example, the accidents that you had last year, the surgery, it was several things that happened, but that didn't deter you to actually get back to it when you're ready. Right. And that was, I think, uh, that's, that's amazing. Another thing that I want to point out to, uh, to that, what that you're good at now that you have improved is actually your feedback in terms of when you are in hurting or you feel some discomfort. That's been big too. That's big. Yeah. That's big because in your mindset, the Goggins way or not, I'm not going to use Goggins, but, <laughs> but you know, like, like suck it up, even though it's painful, just do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or it's supposed to hurt, you know, and it's like, well, in some ways, but it's not supposed to be excruciating, you know, it's not. Yeah. You're, as long as you're not, you don't go to hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, one of the conversation that we had is that um, you don't want to sound to be like complaining or to be like making excuses, like you said earlier. But then at the same time, I mentioned to you, hey, Eric, but you know, I could actually help you be proactive before it gets worse, right? Or right. We, maybe we just need, not, not maybe, we really just need to listen to your body, which you have been really, really good and really appreciate that. And then now, so what Eric does, uh, like I said, you know, if you have other mentors or coaches or friends, you know, what he would do is that he would actually take video and here coach it's hurting right here and when i do this so he takes me to the process of what he's going through okay let me see that i cover everything making sure that uh we're bringing value so um let do we have we have tanya simon kim mike hello 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 uh so any if you guys have any questions right now those who's watching go ahead and ask uh, under the comment if not, we're going to go move forward. I wanted to ask you, Eric, um, uh, go ahead and drink first. Yes, I'm going to drink. <laughs> um, so, Eric, I want to ask you, so so athletes who are who were just like you before, at 230-minute 
per 100 yards. Mm. That's kind of like the average. That's where I came from too. 230, I was actually happy just to go sub 230. Right, right. But right now, you're like on 130, 145. Okay. And, uh, and also athletes who were used to be like in 150 or even 120 okay but now you're on 230 and i was telling you uh, like last week hey let's aim for that 300 that's coming up if you're able to go 230 it's it's not a big deal now why not 300 same thing with the running you see sub seven now too <laughs> and it's yeah. just coming down just going faster with just that one hour or less uh on weekdays and then on weekends, right? Still spending right. time with, your, with the family. Uh, tell tell us some tidbits of like, what would you tell those athletes who are actually wanting to be fast, but also like you, a dad or a mom, like they have kids and they have work. What would you advise? Uh, just give us some something to work with. Um, I guess it... You you know, it sounds funny, but like get a coach <laughs> because there's a lot of science behind it um, that I still don't understand. I'm starting to pick it up. I'm starting to learn the process, but it's not just about um, running more, you know, is what I thought it was. I just need to run more and I just need to try to run faster, you know, but doing, you know, you have me on three different types of runs. You've got me on the distance runs that are, you know, very, very slow and boring but they're necessary, you know, cause that builds that endurance. <laughs> and then, you know, getting me to the track and doing those 400s, you know, just going all out, you know, it's like that really makes a huge difference. And then um, slipping in those, the 1600s, you know, helps a bunch. So it's the, it's the variance in training that I didn't know or understand before. And it's um, understanding where you're at and when you can push and when to, to hold back that's what's helped me on the, on the run. And then the, um, what's cool too, is like, even without getting necessarily faster, like I notice in my heart rate and in my perceived effort, you know, how maybe I'm not getting faster, but it's, it feels like it's getting easier or like, that, like I can do it longer, you know, which is cool. And that's enjoyable. Um, being able to be out there longer and not have it hurt. And then same with the swimming, you know, you just have to, God, the swimming is just like a whole different beast. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. And there's so much to learn and understand. So I think with the swimming is, and you talk about this, and I, I hear other swim coaches talk about it, is don't try to like fix your whole stroke in one session at the same time. It's like Good. focus on one thing that you need to change and get that down and then move on to the next thing. And it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Patience, patience, and consistency. persistent, consistent effort, you know, with everything. So. Yeah. And focus on one thing at a time. How about uh, anything related to time management or stress related or how things go balancing schedules or anything that you can time management there? is still my uh, Achilles, <laughs> like time management is so hard and balance is so difficult. Uh, I think everybody has the same problem, especially like everybody, everybody is busy these days where none of us are unique for being busy. And um, I think you have to, you have to figure out what's important to you. And sometimes that means that you have to not worry about what other people think is important for you. Mm -hmm. And that can hurt some feelings sometimes. And um, yeah, the balance is key. 
And um, I don't know, my, my dad always said, you can do anything you want to do, but you can't do everything. Yep. So it's Agreed. like, so you like, there's like tremendous power in focus, you know, and so pick a couple things and focus on those. And um, you, if you do everything or try to please everybody, you please no one. And if you try to do everything, you get nothing done. There so reminders, everyone. I think your dad and my dad talk. <laughs> yeah, probably. That was a different time, you know. <laughs> All those guys have a lot of wisdom. That we've yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So although uh, you, you might, you may see that Eric would have like a lot of co-curricular activities, right? But our focus is a full Ironman, you know, at the same time, what we also want to focus is, you know, what makes you happy, right? That's why we're in triathlon, what makes you happy? And I think that's what, uh, I mean, that's what Eric is doing, what makes him happy with his family doing mountain biking, throwing up some crazy, well, not crazy, like fun fun out of the world races there uh just to just to keep it going with the training keep the motivation all right i think uh oh simon has a question how many hours are you training a day so simon welcome 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 actually i just showed the the training peaks of uh eric earlier one hour um let me just show very quickly and we're gonna end this one so right here is his training peaks and it's not always perfect. Like, you know, when I was, I was very new also when I had my coaches, it's not perfect. There will be red. The red workouts are some things that he didn't do. So as you, got, as you can see here, Monday, for example, he only did about 30 minutes, 1,800. Here, 46 minutes. The rest, probably he did not update it, but I asked him to do body maintenance to be proactive and in, uh, not to be injured. This one is 31 minutes. One minute, oh, you, you put in extra two minutes, Eric, <laughs> one hour. Okay, so this is exactly what's happening. As you guys can see, uh, yeah, something's happening here with travel. So he's putting in one hour or less and sometimes zero when things are not going, you know, just really busy, okay? So also, uh, yeah, so and I hope I that answered your question. To add real quick, something I, I also was thinking about today was sure. that like you see the gray ones, those are one, those are like extra credit. Those are ones that I threw in. And ah. so like a lot of times I'll ask you like, Hey, if I have some extra time, is there something else I can do that yeah. might not be yeah, on gotcha, training? Gotcha. So, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so like you can have those contingencies too. Yep. Like you can have contingencies for when things go bad, mm -hmm. but you can also have contingencies for like when things are going good, is there anything extra that I can be doing? Yep. yep. And that's, um, that's where you have to be careful though, not to overdo it. That's why I always check with you first, but. Yeah, good, good. So yeah, so a lot of, definitely a lot of communications uh, because like I said, Eric already finished an Ironman. He could do his own training, but you know, how, how fast do you want to get the results? You can do it on your own, but then, uh, you know, the danger is that injury, you know, stress, cause you have to think about your training, but yeah, so. A lot of this one, the gray wants the contingency. So for example, yeah, he added some gray workouts here. Okay. Trail running that was added. That was something for meditation purpose that he does five miles. All right. Anything else uh, on some nutrition? Does he have special diet, Eric? What do you eat? Some cookies that um, you post in line? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's a tricky one. I try to try to keep it okay, but that can be tough sometimes when you're um, kids. when you're really going hard and you get kind of carb craves. And um, I like ice cream a lot, <laughs> so that's been my weakness. But in general, I try to I try to eat well. Um, even like being in construction, if I don't have time to make my lunch, I make sure that I'm, um, you know, getting good stuff out there. It's hard to eat well with fast food, you know, so like chipotle is a pretty good staple. I don't do the rice or beans, usually just chicken and the lettuce and some guac yeah. and, you know, keep it healthy. We can but, have lunch and order the same thing. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just like Eric's. Um, yeah, so Eric, uh, for Eric, he does his own thing. Yeah, unless, you know, so with the coaching, unless a person really needs some help on their nutrition, then I help. But with Eric, I let him be, have fun with it, the ice cream. But definitely on the race, on the race, that's when I had to make sure that he's actually getting enough because it could, yeah, throw him off on his race, like bloating, you know, not enough electrolyte, dehydration, something right. goes wrong strategy. So on the race, that's when I really definitely had to help him. If something, and then sometimes the race don't go well, then my suggestion for everyone, if something, a race don't go well, the best, the way, the way you wanted it, use that as a learning process you go back to it and troubleshoot what happened and then so the next one it doesn't happen again okay yeah, yeah so don't be like oh because no 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 let's go back and learn from it because it's a learning progress you always get better and better i think that answered special diet ice cream yeah <laughs> all right i saw some cookies like i said <laughs> that was last week actually someone's getting hungry yeah well the subway cookies yeah, yeah. Right. i did give the rest of those to my kids you know in all fairness so i only yeah. had a few yeah um anyone else who have questions i think uh so if you guys have when you're watching the replay hashtag replay and then you know if you have any questions you know eric is very very humble uh, humble and kind to and generous to help or like just give any inputs you know um and if you want just follow him be inspired with his nice pictures and videos or his <laughs> his classic kitchen that he renovates well thank you again eric i know you need to get some rest and i really 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 appreciate your time thank you oh. Thank you very much. And I would just say, enjoy the journey. Whatever you're doing, just enjoy it, you know? <laughs> All right. Later. Okay, Bye, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you.